Closer Look is a public affairs presentation. Views and opinions of the guests don't always reflect the views of the ministry, and some topics aren't suitable for children. K-Love is committed to community. Closer Look continues with a look at local agencies, events, and issues. Hi, I'm Joel Reagan. Tonight on Closer Look, and learn more about CASA, Court Appointed Special Advocates. Our guest is Kendra Kelso. She's the Outreach Coordinator of Tri-County Casa. She joins us tonight right here on 99.1 K-Love. Uh, thanks for talking with us. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to have you on the program. Okay, I gave the acronym uh, CASA, Court Appointed Special Advocates, but folks may not know what that means. I'm sure sometimes folks see it at first and think it's Spanish for house, which it is, but not in this case. So kind of give us an overall, what is a, what is a CASA? So a CASA is a Court Appointed Special Advocate, as you said before, and we recruit and train local citizens um, to become officers of the court for the abused and neglected children in our community. So a CASA volunteer um, is basically the eyes and the ears of the court system, um, making assessments and recommendations on children who are in, um, who have been abused and neglected and are in foster care. I know CASA, the program's been around the country since the 70s, but how long has it been in, in the area locally? opened in 2002 and so we have we have been open since 2002 and I know that there are about 23 other CASA programs in Kansas. And of course some folks might listen in the other areas and there's a CASA program for them. Um, what's the area that you serve uh, in, in, in your office? So we serve three counties. We serve Butler, Greenwood, and Elk counties in Kansas um, with a population combined of about 75,000. How big is the need for volunteers in that three-county area? Well, I'm happy to say that we are serving, currently serving 100% of the cases that are referred to us. However, we know that children could always benefit from having a cost of volunteer, and that number is in the hundreds. So we are always looking to um, recruit and train new volunteers in order to serve more children in our community. Talking about CASA tonight, court-appointed special advocates. Uh, Kendra Kelso is the outreach coordinator of Tri-County CASA. She joins us tonight on Closer Look right here on 99.1 Positive Encouraging K-Love. I'm Joel Reagan. All right, somebody wants to help out in some way. What are the qualifications? Do they have to know a lot about foster care? Do they have to have a legal background? How does that work? So that's a great question, Joel. Um, to apply, this is not your regular volunteer position. Um, it does require quite a bit. Uh, we ask that a volunteer is 21 years of age and can pass a background check. And we ask that they're able to commit 12 to 15 months. Now, we do all of the training ourselves with our staff. So we have 30 hours of pre-service training. And in that training, you learn about um, the child welfare system, the laws, the justice system, and how to navigate your case. Also, you are assigned, um, a volunteer is always assigned to a volunteer supervisor that helps them walk through the twists and the turns of the, of the case with them. So no one is ever um, alone. No one ever goes through the case alone. So you don't have to go in with a, a bunch of knowledge about foster care or be a lawyer, that type of That's thing. Right. You guys provide the training and then you guys support That's them right. as they we go through We provide the training and we, we have volunteers from all walks of life. So you don't have to have any special training. We provide the training, and um, we encourage people from all walks of life, uh, regular, everyday citizens like you and myself, um, to to volunteer and help these kids out. 
So talk, you mentioned a little bit about it, but talk about some of the things you go over in the training. So in the training, um, we go over the, the justice system. We go over child welfare laws. Um, you learn how to navigate your case and communicate. You're going to learn about the types of children that you might be working with and their struggles. Um, and you also, you're also going to learn about um, um, what happens in the courtroom. So you're able to go into a courtroom with your volunteer supervisor and observe these cases. And um, you'll, you'll get firsthand experience of what, what's going on. Talk about the time commitment as well. And I'm, so they, they, they have, correct, one, one child or one sibling group is kind of theirs, right? Is that right? So, yes. So after a volunteer completes training and the application and interview process, and they, they're eligible for a case. What sets us apart from uh, social services is that our volunteers are, are taking one case or one sibling group at a time um, versus having a big caseload. So they are able to really shine a light, a laser beam on, on that child or that case and really get to know what's going on. Whereas their foster placement might change, their schools might change. Obviously, the the, the social service workers, they're doing a great job, but they've got a big workload. That Absolutely. might change. This is kind of the one constant. Absolutely. Uh, Casa Volunteer is the one constant following this child through, through the twists and turns of their case. And we know that um, children are more likely to build resiliency to these adverse childhood experiences by having meaningful relationships with adults. So you, you, you go through the training, you get assigned a child or a sibling group, and then you kind of spend time with them, uh, learning more about them, hearing from them, and then f find out kind of everything that's going on in their lives and the, the people in their lives and school and, and such, right? Absolutely. So, so you're going to make assessments and recommendations by building a relationship with this child, visiting them on a monthly basis, meeting with educators, meeting with counselors, foster parents, biological parents, um, social services, and anyone else who is involved with the child and their case so that you can get as much information as you can about that child. Finding out how they're doing in school, maybe they should, you know, hey, maybe it's a good idea to put them, put them on an IEP or get tested for that, that type of thing, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we know that children with CASA volunteers are, are much more likely to get their needs met sooner than a child without a CASA volunteer. So you gather all this information, you talk to all the folks, you know, when it comes to all this information, and then you go about writing the report. Is that correct? That's correct. So we do verbal and written reports. And uh, before a court date, a child's court date could be every 30, 60, or 90 days, depending on the severity of their case. And our volunteers will write up a report that um, has information and recommendations in it so that when their court case does roll around, the judge can uh, look at the report and make make um, judgments based on um, a cost of volunteers' recommendations. How important are these reports to the judge? How, how much weight do they have? So we get told all the time by, you know, we know that we're making an impact by the judges and the courts praising us for the good job that, that our volunteers are doing and telling us how much of a difference that it makes to have that report. Like everybody else, the judge has a, a, a big caseload as well. And so they are just, they're not able to familiarize themselves with everything. But this report kind of really kind of crystallizes it. Absolutely. A judge has about five to ten 
10 minutes um, before their next court case. And so they have very little time to make to make judgments about these kids' lives. Talking about CASA tonight, court-appointed special advocates. Also talking about Tri-County CASA. Kendra Kelso is the outreach coordinator. She's our guest on Closer Look tonight. You're listening to 99.1, Positive Encouraging K-Love. I'm Joel Reagan. So anything else about the training or um, the, the process? I know you mentioned that there's support as they go through the cases. Yes. So every volunteer is assigned a volunteer supervisor um, that is there to support them and uh, follow them and answer any questions they have. A lot of times uh, our supervisors will go on visits with the volunteers Um so, yes, they're never alone on the case. They never have to walk through it alone. Um, we support them 100% uh, going through their cases. So it's not like, here's your, here's your, here's your child. Good luck. There's, uh, there's that support along right. the way. Right, because it is a lot. It's, um, it's a, heavy, a heavy load to carry, that's for sure. So anything else about the process that you want to mention? So you mentioned, you had asked me how long the time commitment is. And we, the time commitment is about 12 to 15 months. We ask that a volunteer stay with the case through the life of the case because we do want to be that one constant um, for a child. And also, uh, many times we get asked, well, how much time does it take per month? So nationally, it's about 8 to 12 hours a month per case. And I would have to agree with that, that our volunteers give about between 8 to 12 or 15 to 20, depending on depending on the case, because every case is different. And maybe early on in the case, as you're trying to get to know the child, understand everything, you might spend a little more time as the case progresses. You may not be spending quite as much time as you were at the beginning. Absolutely. And it also, you know, we find that it depends on the age of the kids. A lot of times with the little ones, we have infants who cannot, um, you know, who can't verbalize their needs. And so we might spend uh, some extra time with those younger kids who cannot verbalize their needs um, versus an older child who, you know, who maybe doesn't need as much time with their CASA volunteer or doesn't want as much time with their CASA volunteer. Do the volunteers kind of come from all walks of life? Some of them retired, some of them have full-time jobs, that type of thing? Absolutely. So um, we do, we have a majority of our volunteers are retired, but we do have volunteers that have full-time jobs. Um, uh, we have teachers, we have nurses, um, retired folks, and then we have stay-at-home moms who are also uh, of volunteers. So all kinds of folks. Do you have um, folks who do this, have, done, have taken case after case after case, and maybe have folks who just do this once and they stop or once, take a break, that type of thing? So our volunteer retention rate is actually really high. We have volunteers who have been with us since we opened um, in 2002. Almost always. We have very few volunteers that quit after their first case. Most of our volunteers re-up after their cases close. But all kinds of different folks, it's not like you're committing to do it for 20 years, but obviously a lot of times folks see that impact they're making and they want to continue. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a huge impact. Well, let's talk about that impact. I know we can't talk about individual cases. It can't be identifiable because of confidentiality, but are there any stories you can share about you know, the impact a CASA has made on, on a child or a sibling group? 
Well, I can tell you that national studies show that children who have a cost to volunteer are more likely to perform better academically and behaviorally. Um, their needs are getting met sooner um, than a child who doesn't have a cost to volunteer. They're spending less time in the foster care system and um, achieving permanency faster. And also, they're 90% less likely to re-enter the foster care system if they have a cost to volunteer. And we also know that you know, studies have shown that having meaningful relationships with adults, like I said earlier, um, builds resiliency in kids to these adverse childhood experiences that they're having. And they're less, when these kids grow up, they um, are likely to stay in our community So, um, and become adults in our community. So if we do everything we can to invest in these kids now, um, they will likely become uh, productive adults in our community. Talking about CASA tonight, Tri-County CASA, court-appointed special advocates. You can find out more about them. Tri-CountyCASA.net is the website. Uh, Kendra Kelso is the outreach coordinator. She joins us tonight right here on 99.1. Positive, encouraging Kalef. Okay, so uh, any misconceptions folks have about CASA? I think a lot of times... Uh, I think a lot of people just don't understand CASA and what CASA does. So um, I think getting the word out about our program, that, that we are volunteers, that our volunteers um, are, are giving their time. We are not social services, and um, we are there to serve the child and try to meet the needs of the child. We are, we're not working for the families or, or the social workers. Um, our, our volunteers are, are giving their time um, because they care about these kids. That one singular goal is to help permanency for that child in the, in the right spot for that child. Absolutely. So you mentioned right uh, earlier on that the need for it, obviously right now you're able to meet 100% of the children that um, need, need a CASA in your the Tri-County tri area, but there's always a need for volunteers to kind of keep that going. Absolutely, because we know that... Um, that there are hundreds, that the numbers are in the hundreds of kids who are in the system in our area. And we know that um, that every child in the system could benefit from a CASA volunteer. So the need is huge. Has COVID-19 affected kind of your processes or affected maybe the amount of kids going into the system? Yes, we have seen an increase in kids coming into the system due to, you know, during this, this pandemic. Um, also, it's been... Um, we are doing all of our court hearings by Zoom, so um, that has been kind of difficult. And also, uh, our volunteers are having to, well, they were having to meet children um, virtually instead of in person. Uh, we're slowly getting back to meeting our kids in person on a monthly basis. And we're thankful for that because it's so important that we um, are seeing their environment and making sure that we know exactly what's going on and how that kid is doing. But obviously a challenge to kind of try and meet the needs, the increasing need when things are kind of not as they normally are because of the pandemic. Absolutely, because the, those kids are missing that structure. A lot of times um, they're not enrolled in or they're not going to school. They're not, um, they don't have that structured learning environment either. So um, it makes it difficult for them too. And, of course, this could be going on for a while, so this is kind of a challenge that 
y'all be meeting for 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 maybe a, a while. Obviously, the volunteer part, folks can volunteer. That's one way they can become a casa and go through the training and such. Are there other ways folks can help uh, with awareness, uh, donations, that type of thing? Absolutely. So um, another way, and if you wouldn't want to become a CASA volunteer, you could become a board member. Our board members uh, make uh, big decisions about our program. Um, they help with fundraising. You could also go to our website and donate. Um, so that we are able to uh, train more volunteers, have the money to train more volunteers to keep our doors open. Um, and also, we have a Facebook page, uh, Tri-County Casa, Inc. Um, you could go to our Facebook page, like our page, share our page. Um, that helps create awareness on social media of our program as well. Tri-CountyCasa.net, the website. Is that kind of the first uh, kind of uh, stop if folks want to find out more about what we've been talking about? There, there's tons of information on there. There's uh, frequently asked questions. Um, you can find a volunteer application on there. Um, and then there are also stories on there. So you can learn a lot by going to our website. Try-CountyCasa.net, the website. And, of course, uh, as well, Try County Casa Inc. on Facebook. And like we said earlier, if you're not in that three-county area, and a lot of folks are maybe in Sedgwick County, that type of thing, there's a CASA program for you as well. So just do a Google search, and you can find the local CASA program. I'm sure if they contact you guys as well, and they're in a different area, that you'll kind of point them in the right direction. Right. And and for more information, you can also reach us directly by calling our our phone number, 316-320-0238. and we're happy to visit with anybody who's interested and answer any questions that they have about becoming a volunteer or, or helping the program out in some way. What's that phone number again? It's 316-320-0238. For Tri-County CASA. Uh, Kendra, how did you be, uh, become involved in CASA? I started out here about three years ago as the program assistant, the administrative assistant, answering phones. Um, and... And I was offered this position as outreach director and gladly accepted um, and have really grown to uh, have a passion about this work and what we do here. What's your favorite part about the day-to-day uh, in the CASA program? I think my favorite part is knowing what we're doing, what we're helping our community, helping these children, um, and, and helping the volunteers navigate these cases would have to be my favorite part. And I also have a good, a great group of people that I work with as well. Tri-CountyCasa.net, the website. If folks want to find out about Tri-County Casa, what are the counties you serve again? We serve Butler, Greenwood, and Elk County. Butler, Greenwood, and Elk Counties. And if you're in a different area, there's a CASA program for you as well. So just Google it. But uh, Tri-County CASA, always looking for folks to help out as volunteers. Also ways you can help out uh, in other volunteer opportunities uh, besides being a CASA. And, of course, donations as well kind of help make this thing go. Is there anything we haven't touched on that you want to mention as we wrap up? I think you have covered it. All right. Always looking for folks to help out as a CASA. As we said, it's a court-appointed special advocates giving children a voice as they go through the foster care system. The outreach coordinator of Tri-County CASA, Kendra Kelso, our guest tonight on Closer Look. Kendra, really appreciate your time tonight telling us more about what Tri-County CASA is doing in the area. 
Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Glad to do it. You can find out more again, try-countycasa.net, the website for Tri-County Casa. Also on Facebook, Tri-County Casa, Inc. You can find out more about Closer Look right here on 99.1 KLove, or you can send us feedback. Our email address is closerlook at klove.com. That's closerlook at klove.com. For Closer Look, I'm Joel Reagan. This has been KLove Closer Look. Find us online at klove.com.